today for our uh, for our fifth anniversary, we have a special guest bringing the message, bringing the charge today, uh, Reverend Thomas Bowen. Reverend Bowen is the director of both the Mayor's Office of Religious Affairs and the Mayor's Office on African American Affairs, and he is the Earl L. Harrison Minister of Social Justice at the historic Shiloh Baptist Church in Northwest D.C., where he has served as a member of the ministerial team in various capacities for over 20 years. He is a graduate of Morehouse College and the Divinity School at the University of Chicago. Reverend Bowen is also my neighbor as he resides in the Trinidad neighborhood just a few blocks from here. Um, I'm going to read the scripture. We will have the sermonic selection, and then Reverend Bowen will bring the word. So let me invite you to stand as you're able to reverence the reading of God's word. Today's reading is from Matthew 25, verses 31 to 40. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly, I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. This is the word of the Lord. What a powerful statement to say, to gather in this place, in this space, in this day and this time, are the ones who have been saved. And we gather here for the purpose of worshiping the one who saved us. Thank you for that marvelous testimony. To my friend, I'll embarrass him by saying this, the Reverend Dr. Justin Fine. He teaches me a lesson in humility. Surely you know his reach here as one of your pastors. He is someone that I've turned to on occasion as I've had need. Whenever we needed a person, a clergy to show up and to lend their heart, we're often pointed to Pastor Justin by other clergy. He's one who is held in high regard and esteem someone I've come to love and someone I'm glad to call friend and more importantly to have my Rolodex. <laughs> if you're under a certain age, just turn to someone you came with and ask them what a Rolodex is. <laughs> I'm grateful for the presence of the Watsons, Matthew and Lisa who greeted me. We're thankful for their leadership, not only in this church, but also in this city, we'll be blessed by the new responsibilities of Andrea here at this church, and she's already blessing this church week after week. And 
I must shout out my Spelman sister, Jocelyn. Hey, girl. <laughs> Graduate of Spelman. If you don't know Spelman College, perhaps you learned this week as Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt announced that they little baby girl, Zahara, is headed to Atlanta to attend Spelman College. And our hearts are overjoyed. That's all HBCU. Shout out to my brother, Morgan State Bear, who's here. To these 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 young men, being a graduate of Morehouse, a predominantly black all male institution, I've come to live my life to help to elevate black males, and you all honor them on today, and you lift them up. The young man who's going to join our ranks and go through EMS and be a part of that FEMS team. We're just so grateful for you and your journey. I'm mindful that the chief of police, Chief Conti, grew up. Carver Langston, who started off as a cadet in MPD, and now he's the chief of police. And to you, I say it does not yet appear, but you shall be. But it's your investment in young people that will make a difference in their lives. And you, by naming it after one of your members, Angel, allow her to still be an angel. And we're grateful for that scholarship fund, that assistance fund that you have put together. It's already been read in its entirety, the gospel according to Matthew, that 25th chapter, verses 31 through 46. I just want to highlight the latter portion of that pericope from Eugene Peterson's The Message Translation. Oftentimes we read and hear those words in various translations, King James, NIV, and New Revised Standard Version, the least of these. But I like how Eugene Peterson contemporized that phrase. He said, whenever you do one of these things to someone, overlooked or ignored, that was me. You did it to me. I want to talk to you on this, your fifth anniversary, from the title, An Anniversary Reminder. An Anniversary Reminder. If Christ City Church did not exist, was not founded five years ago, the modern landscape of religion and Christianity would lead us to believe and to think that there will be a need for it. But since you all listening to the voice of God in your lives and your leadership and those of you who follow, decided to found this place, this place that draws the circle of God's love wide, then we have hope throughout Christianity. You all, this morning, look like the cabinets of Obama and Biden. <laughs> Diverse in nature, coming from all walks and tracks in life. And you gather in this safe place, this special place, because you walk to the beat of a different drum. You have values, you have a hope beyond hope, and you believe that God's love should be something that is available to each and to all. I believe it was Anne Lamont who wrote that we truly knew that, know that we have made a God in our own image when that God hates the people we hate and only loves the people that we love. These are difficult days and times. And I know that some of you all uh, perhaps want to take the off-ramp 
and leave religiosity and just go to that area or spirituality, I've come to realize and understand that the fastest growing denomination of Christian is not Baptist, not Methodist, is not non-denominational. The fastest growing denomination is called brunch. <laughs> that many people will opt for it and go to God on their own. And being Baptist, I do believe in the priesthood of all believers that all of us can go to God on our own that we can go down on bended knee wherever we are, that we can access and we have a right to the throne, that we can get to know the Lord for ourselves. But Christ's city church shines a bright light in the midst of current darkness. Christ's city church fills you with a joy that you cannot wait to enter those doors when they open and to be in the house of the Lord and to mingle your voices with one another and to look at each other and know that you are in the right place at the right time. Yes, if it were not your fifth anniversary, there would be a need to found, to establish the Christ City Church. Focus on Christ. And focus on this city. And for that, I thank you. And, and, and focus on the church anniversary. In our text today, we get a glimpse. We get a glimpse of that which really matters. We get a glimpse of that which really matters uh, as we realize that sometimes the church majors in the minor and minors in the major. That oftentimes what feels is supposed to be Christianity is nothing but churchianity. I'm, 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 I'm joyed, overjoyed this morning that you are, you are here for your fifth anniversary, uh, being Baptist and all that sure that you had a committee. I, I know how Baptist church committee anniversaries go. Uh, first, the, the person who was chair of the fourth anniversary will have a grudge at that individual who got to be the chair of the fifth anniversary. Half the folk would not turn out to the next meeting when someone decided what the colors for anniversary are going to be. And then as you try to deliberate on who the speaker is going to be, you lose some members. But here at Christ City Church, you keep your eyes on the prize. And you know it's all about the one who saved you. It's all about the one who tiptoed into your room this morning and laid the finger of mercy upon your brow. And welcome you to this, a brand new day. You keep your eyes on the prize. You keep your eyes on the one. Who caused the day to, to bump night into his grave. The one who created each and every one of us. Here in our text. The question is raised. No, the question is not raised. But it is said um, about those individuals. Those individuals mentioned in our text. They're given a certain accolade. They're given a certain accolade. Uh, because the Lord is saying here. When I was hungry, you, you, you gave me food to eat. When I was thirsty, standing in line to vote, you gave me drink. Even though it had been outlawed and you risked being, being arrested for doing so. When I was sick, you, 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 you came to visit me. I, I know I wasn't conscious, but someone told me you stopped by my room. And when... I was in prison. Embarrassment to the church. 
came to see me, not at midnight, but in broad daylight. Lord, when? When? When did we do all these things? Did it unto the least of these. Did it unto me. It's not complex, this gospel. It's the simple things. Feeding those who are hungry. Giving drink to those who are thirsty. And visiting those who are lonely. I realized as I left my home not too far away from here on Moore Street behind Delta Towers, I did not chart my path. I knew one thing, I had to get me some coffee this morning. So I walked to uh, the Starbucks over at Safeway, which some people put in their mind the unsafe way, but that's something for another story. And I made my way here. The path had me coming across Starbucks. Filled with folk just thankful and grateful for another day. Perhaps not trying to distinguish the night from the day. Just trying to make it. Not knowing where their food, the meal was going to come from. I had to walk through that. Those dry bones to get to you this morning to attempt to preach something. Now I had that image on my mind. Because sometimes we pass the church on our way to church. An opportunity for ministry. Right there. It's not complex. It's the simple things. It's not who's the chair of the committee. It's, it's, it's not how many times you show up on Sunday, although you should come here each and every Sunday, the <laughs> Lord said. It's not about how much money you put into the collection plate, but we do hope you send, press send on PayPal and cash up and all that. What it comes down to are the simple things. What we're able to do for someone, not just for, for, for anyone, but for that person who can't do anything for us. It's not transactional, this gospel. We're helping people, and, and, and not because of that notion that I grew up with, which was, but for the grace of God. There go I, because God blessing me, no look at the needs of someone else would make of them. God, an ungracious God. But we know that it's not oftentimes, too many times, about God's grace and mercy. It's about the things that we humans in this world do to create inequities and to take too much of the pie than we deserve. We pass the church on our way to church. I pass the church sitting on those benches. I pass the church walking around and, and seeing in open air certain transactions. I pass the church. Son, and you fed me. Thirsty, and you gave me Pellegrino. I was sick and in prison, and you came to visit me. Simple things in in life. And to do the simple things in life with, 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 with a reckless abandon. With no consideration as to what it will benefit you by doing so. And what do I get out of this? No respect for person. Howard Thurman, 1928 graduate of Morehouse, um, back in the 20th century, created what was considered to be one of the first intentional interracial churches there in San Francisco. One of the books that inspires many of us who operate in that space of social justice is Jesus and a Disinherited. 
And, and, and what Howard Thurman talks about are those who live with their backs against the wall. They looked over. They looked down upon. They left out. They left back. The least and the lost. Those are our neighbors. Those are our former classmates. Those are our second, third, and perhaps first cousins. Those are the folk that we used to work. We worked in that fast food restaurant or that person who was laid off and wasn't brought back again. The lease, the loss, to look over. We don't do it, what we do, because we think that we will have some benefit. We, we, we do it because God takes delight when we take care of God's children. And God's children is each other. We're all God's children. And if we were to face reality that some of the things that we have, as I realized that our former mentor and boss, Mary Ryan Elliman, who founded the Children's Defense Fund in 1973, pointed out to me that in this country we have unequal childhood. Friend Eddie Glaude says that in this country that some lives are valued more than other lives. Some of us, what we have is an accident of birth. And had we been born in a different place, in a different household, in a different zip code, perhaps our life chances would have been different. What the former governor, Ann Richards, said about young George Bush, that he was born on third base and swore he hit a home run. Least and the loss. We should be able to see our faces and their faces. No, we should be able to see the face of the Lord in them. So the ones in this text who did not do those things wanted a second chance. Lord, if we knew it were you hungry, we would have given you lamb chops from Daru. Lord, if it was you that we knew was thirsty would have said, put it on my tab. Lord, if it had been you that was in prison, we'd have put some money on the books for you. Lord, if it had been you who was sick, I would have given you my kidney. God is not looking for those who are going to do something just because it benefits them. I know you know this makes my attempt at a sermon easier to you. For I know that the gospel preached here, I know that the teachings and the ministries here point to the fact that this church was founded to show God's love to anyone that you may come across. So I come by like the words in a Hallmark card I read some years ago. And those words said that a friend is someone who memorizes the words and lyrics to your song and sings them back to you when you've forgotten the words. So I've come by Christ City Church on your fifth 
anniversary drink, thinking about lunch and ice cream. <laughs> I've come with this anniversary reminder that God has no hands but your hands and has no feet but your feet. I've come to give an anniversary reminder that you are the ones we've been waiting for. I've come to tell you to keep on keeping on. I've come to tell you that in the midst of this darkness, your light is all the light that we need. And every one of us here can serve. Every one of us here can make a difference. Every one of us here can have an impact. All of us are called to do something. To serve in some way or the other. Thankful for the person who greeted me at the door. Pointed me in the right direction. I'm grateful for an individual, whoever that person was, that put the bottle of water on the table. I'm grateful for all those whose names perhaps are never called who make this church the church that it should be. We all have something we can do. There was a little girl who her mom had sent to the store. The mother felt kind of troubled because she had sent her little girl to the store, but the little girl had not returned. And the time had passed, whereas she could have gone to the store and back again several times. But then finally that little girl came walking into the house and the mother had that kind of anger that dissipated because she was just so happy to see her little girl walk through those doors. But then she wanted to address the situation that caused her to worry. And she said, baby, where were you? I was worried. I tried to call you and text you and, and no response there. I was concerned. How could you do this to me? girl looked at her mom and said, I know, mom, I, I, I know, and I'm, I'm sorry. But when I got to the store, I saw one of my classmates was sitting on the curb. And the mom said, well, you still could have returned my call or my text. Yes, mama, but, but she was sitting on the curb crying. Well, that has nothing to do with you. But mom, she was crying because her doll was broken, and I wanted to help her. Mom was filled with additional rage. She said, that doesn't make sense to me. What do you know about making dials and putting dials back together again? Mama, I know I don't know anything. I just wanted to sit there and help her cry. Sometimes it's the ministry of presence. It's not the big things. It's the small things. Being there in a time of need when someone needs you the most. Here in that regard, our mirroring and imitating what God has done for us. That in our time of need, God was there to provide us with companionship from on high. God was there to hold us in the cradle of God's arm. And if God did not do it by God's self, then somebody, God sent somebody our way. To put an arm around us, to help us, to put a seed into our education, to make sure we knew that we were and are loved. 
So on this, your fifth anniversary, I just want to remind you that what really matters is how we meet human needs, how we do for those who need us the most. For God takes delight, not just in our positions of power, our positions of petty, petite prestige. God takes joy, not in all of our accomplishments. God takes joy in how we're able to meet and to help the children of God, which is each other. Christ City Church, don't forget your song. For your song pierces the hearts and minds of many in me. Christ City, don't forget the lyrics to your song, which say that if I can help someone, with the word of song, if I can help someone as I'm passing along, then my living will not be in vain. As someone who's walked into a room and had the light switch not work, as someone who's had to sleep on the floor in someone's home, as someone who's had to stand in line at a church and ask for a donation, as someone who felt like giving up, save someone from their church who whispered to fight on and carry on. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your commitment to Christ. Thank you for your commitment to this city. And thank you for giving hope to the church universal. Thank you.